You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, you know, you're listening to America's Web Radio twice in a row there. And we've got Roger B. and Locked and Loaded. And uh, he uh, locked and loaded uh, (laughs) Victor up, I guess, too. But before we get started, I wanted to mention one more time that uh, all of us here are in total support of and salute which is sort of a joke, but we do salute uh, General Richard Dix for uh, being, he's been called up to uh, help fight the invisible enemy, the uh, coronavirus, and uh, he is well known in in the world as a logistics uh, expert, and that's what he did, and that's how he got to be a general, is he is a, uh, he was a logistics expert in... uh, Desert Shield and Desert Storm, and when they needed the best, uh, well, you know, here's the facts, folks. They had their choice, me or, or Richard Dix, uh, General Dix. And uh, I don't know how they made that decision, but they decided on General Dix over a grunt named David. Because they and, couldn't uh, take the legend away from America's Web Radio. Well, that's true. That's a, that's. Where I'm glad you brought that up. We, now the now the uh, it's a wonder that Heritage didn't scoop you on that story. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so we've got General Dix deployed somewhere in the world, taking care of Box A and Box B and getting them to wherever they need to be in the United States. And it's funny that uh, uh, when Fox did a story, not on General Dix, but on the fact that the importance of logistics, and so he's doing it. With that being said, we have one more major announcement, is that starting this Friday on the show that uh, is done by our Kung Fu master, Shi Diru, and uh, you can look him up on Google and... Uh, he is known nationally and internationally, and he has spoken at Harvard and uh, Yale and a number of different places. In fact, like I told a friend of mine, he's got more degrees than Texas Tech can give out. But um, he's uh, has his master's in English. He, he is an incredible guy, and we, we've had his picture up a number of times now. And uh, we're going to be starting his show on Fridays with a moment of meditation so if you all have if you haven't ever meditated before he's going to be here and lead you through it it's only going to take a few minutes and uh, then he's got a message for you from the from the east and we have always learned so much from our brothers in the east and um, and our sisters and our sisters <laughs> They have girls over there, too? Anyway, Anyway, um, it's going to be a very interesting show. And with that being said, here's Roger. Hello, everybody. Yes, and uh, Shifu, Shiduru, was my master in Kung Fu. And let me tell you, there are girls there. I had my ass handed to me several times by upperclassmen who were girls. (laughs) Uh, And you welcomed it every time. Yes, I mean, I learned a lot. Why did Don't you get me wrong. Is why, that why, what you call it? Why, why did you make them give you mouth to mouth? No, well, you know, I thought, you know, After if I can't breathe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was the least they could do. <laughs> Roger can fake dead like the best of them. <laughs> my middle name is Possum. I mean, he rolls around a lot going, oh, my liver, my liver, my liver. My liver. <laughs> but, okay, I'm going to jump right in with this one story where this is just, this irks me to no end. 
There's a man in Arlington, I guess this is Virginia. Virginia is not known right now, especially for being a gun-friendly state, because of 5 million registered voters. Only a million people showed up to vote in the last election. So they got some gun-grabbing, crazy liberal nut job in there trying to pass all these laws. In fact, they did pass over six or seven new gun control laws in the past week during the whole coronavirus thing. They took advantage of that. But a man shot a robber in Arlington, Virginia, and he ends up in jail without bail, charged with multiple crimes. Apparently, three suspects broke into a store on Sherlington Road and began stealing cash and merchandise. The employee who was in the back room at the time picked up a gun, opened the door into the store, and shot one of the suspects, according to Arlington County Police. The employee then retreated before going back into the store and firing another shot. The wounded suspect was a juvenile male. He suffered serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Two other suspects fled the scene before police arrived. Sounds like a perfectly legal use of firearms. Shoot somebody breaking into your store and trying to rob you. Trying to steal your money, trying to steal your merchandise. Yeah, shoot them. However, following a consultation with the Commonwealth's Attorney General's Office, the employee, 33, let's see, Hamza Ambushari, 33 of Washington, D.C., was charged with malicious wounding, reckless handling of firearm, and a violation of a protective order, which apparently this gun was legally owned by him, so I don't know what the last charge was. And there are going to be additional charges related to breaking and entering are are coming in at, at a later date. And now how and the and okay. And you think, okay, well maybe he did something wrong. Maybe he shouldn't have shot these guys trying to steal stuff. I don't know. If you're in a store and someone breaks in, isn't that though wouldn't that fall under castle law? Maybe not in Virginia. But this is crazy because the people who broke into the store still have not been charged with a crime. But yet the guy who shot the people breaking in the store gets charged right away. I don't understand that. So it's okay to apparently loot and steal and and be robbers and thieves. That's okay in Virginia. So if you're looking for a new career choice, apparently Virginia is welcoming robbers and thieves to come there and set up shop. Well, just look at the governor they have there. Yeah, Nord, Nordstrom uh, or something. Northrum. Blackface Northrum. Blackface I mean, Northrum. That's, that's right. I remember. What, I mean, I thought his it, name was Abortion Northrum. And yes, that too. That too. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, apparently he's okay with that. So if you're okay with that, then you're going to be okay with yeah, that. Yeah. I guess if you vote for someone who did that, you know. Yeah. I mean, now granted, you know, back then times were different. And oh, I look. If it's whatever it was that he was dressing up and having a good time, big deal. People need a sense of humor. But my problem with it is. They. This is the party that's going to accuse you and me of being racist, no matter what we say. Right. But then, when they do something that they would accuse you and I of, that is being horribly racist. racist then they don't, they care. don't care. If it's oh, them. that was okay. It was all yeah. in fun. Yeah. It's always an excuse if you're a Democrat, like the guy from Papa John's who just mentioned. Yeah. That Carl, uh, Colonel Harlan Sanders used the N word all the time. That's mm-hmm. all he said. That's all he said. Didn't well, he say used, it. He, he just said blank all the time. And all of a sudden, he's a racist. It's yeah, like he's a racist. No, he's not. Didn't say. Yeah. He wasn't even quoting himself. It's crazy. It's like he just crazy. the word came from his lips. And I'm sorry, but if you don't believe in the word, then don't hey. use it. That's fine. You know. And the fact that black people use it amongst themselves. <laughs> hey, just, I if, don't understand that at all. If you're going to go after a guy who is quoting someone else. But yet you're okay with the rap and hip hop and and every other word Degrading being the N word. 
then you, you again you got nothing to stand. It's hard. On. It's hard to believe people like that. I mean, if you don't like the word, don't use it. But don't say it's okay for one person to use and they, not for another person yeah. to use. Well, that's. So that's crazy. that's just crazy. But anyway, so this guy ends up in jail. The people who he shot, who were robbing the place, were not charged with anything. Oh gosh! And now we're just going to see what happens to this guy. I mean, so so basically, you have to stand by and let people. Yeah, rob you're supposed your to stand by and here, please take it. I'm not going to defend myself well, in New York, or my property. In New York, they change the limits if it's mm. under nine hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the police won't even show up for a yeah. shoplifting charge. So you know how much money's being lost? Again, but they don't care because the stores are going to raise their prices for people like you and me. That's right. We'll pay for it. We'll pay for it. Well, I'm not going to pay for it because I'm not going to do anything in New York. I ain't going to New York for quite a while. (laughs) I'll go, but I ain't staying long. (laughs) I am not going for a while. That's right. Mark the Shark, we're talking to you, buddy. They don't deserve my money. And Mark the Shark. Now, I will – okay, let me rephrase. I'll go to Long Island and hang out with Mark the Shark, but only to convince him and help him pack <laughs> to move so somewhere he else. Can move to Georgia. <laughs> you know, I, I got one other quick thing that I want to throw out. And uh, talking about races, this will—I'm sure—I'll get snowball, snowballs for this one. I bet but, you've never uh, been called. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're familiar with the name Omar and AOC and all of this yeah, stuff. Yes. If uh, uh, you want to be shell shocked, go online. And you have to do a little research, but go online and ju- just look at the number of Muslims that are running for public office across the country this year. I mean, it will. Um, yes, and now you're just trying to open up a can of worms, aren't you, David? You got it, brother. <laughs> and uh, you know they uh, they're very clear in what they want to do, and America's Web Radio is very clear on stopping them. And uh, you know, I if, if they're agenda driven, uh, then they're yeah. I, I mean, if, if they from. believe in the Constitution and are willing to support it, I don't care what religion somebody is. But I think what David's alluding to is your Omars and your Khalifs who are trying to bring Sharia law and things like that. And if take you don't over believe in the within, Constitution, then I don't yeah, care what religion yeah. you are either. If I'm still talking about right. Free. If your goal is to take over from within and and turn us into a dictatorship, then leave that over there. But you know what? What we need to do is get more guns. Everybody needs more guns. <laughs> more guns. Go more back guns. to the subject here. I, you know, speaking of more guns, David, did you get your 1911 yet? No. I, I'm still waiting on the gentleman across the table. For oh, to try and come up with a good deal. Okay. <laughs> you got to get a good deal. But can you hear the sound of screaming, whining, and complaining, and moaning? Can you hear that? Hear that off in the background? Hear, hear, hear it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I need sound The ATF has just ruled... That it's okay, and they have authorized drive-through gun sales. Drive-through, <laughs> drive-through gun, drive gun oh, sales. Oh man, can I order ahead of time and drive through and pick it up? <laughs> now, apparently, all the paperwork still has to be filled out, but you can just drive up. They'll come out to your car with everything. <laughs> oh, that's great! And you can pick up a gun. Can I help like you, it. sir? Can you hear the liberals whining? <laughs> Hear the screams of moms demand action or moms demand no guns or whatever they're called. Moms demand criminals, criminal rights. I don't know. Wait wait a second. That makes no sense whatsoever because you. What? Drive through guns? Drive through because you can't have drive through communion services at church. (laughs) You can't have any. any Not in Michigan. And you can't in any way congregate. And uh, if they're sitting there waiting on their gun and there's four or five cars in line, that well, would be... Well, it's like a drive-through at a restaurant. I mean, you can wait in line. Right, but what he's alluding to is in Michigan, the governor of Michigan is not allowing... You can't go drive and sit in your car. 
they want to arrest you. Oh. They want, if you go jog, they want to arrest you. I mean, it's crazy. So they you want to completely buy, take the First Amendment you, and then just throw you, it in the trash. You can't <laughs> buy an American flag, according to the governor of Michigan, right now. Why not? Uh, you you can't have to buy an American flag? You can't buy an American flag. You Congregation, can't buy seed, you if you're there crazy. with two or more people or ten people oh. and you're all around... Haven't you heard of the uh, law of stay at home and all this kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, well, that tramples on a bunch of amendments, starting with you the first. Think? They tried <laughs> to trample the second, but the Department of Homeland Security stood up and said, oh, no, no gun no. stores are essential. Are very essential. They are. So, Just, but now, as are radio stations. As are yes. radio stations. Thank we goodness. are the media. We Although, are. I wonder if they know about Ooh, us. We are. <laughs> We're essential, <laughs> and they use that term loosely. You know, yes. I thought your mother threw you out with the bathwater. She Probably tried. several times. I kept crawling back, though. <laughs> but anyway. We could do a show on your mother. I <laughs> may. <clears throat> but the BATF, in, new, in a new guidance to federally licensed firearm retailers, that's right, you can't just drive up and then throw a gun in your car and you drive away. You have to fill out the paperwork, Damn. people. <laughs> this is not. This is not some kind of free for all gang store where you're just, you know, getting free ah, guns. This isn't a Democrat elitist gun. In Chicago, they just hand it to you as you drive by. Correct. Well, they check you for guns at the door. If you don't have one, they give you one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the Chicago line, it's the city limit. You got a gun? Oh yeah, you better. Are you coming in? You have a gun? You have any guns on you? No. Well, here you go. Take Take this one. Okay. No, but this it, it reduces health risks by having people stay in their cars and fill out the paperwork there, and that way they can have gloves. I mean, and the liberals are screaming bloody murder about this. Oh my God! Drive through gun sales, but they said. They must carry out their. They can. They may carry out the requested activities through drive up or walk up window or doorway, where the customer is on the licensee's property. Because you have to, I believe, in some states, be on the property of the people who have the license. Now, other states, you don't have to as long as the licensee is there. Like, say, you go to a gun show, you don't have to be on the property of the person selling the gun. But this is just awesome. I think this should take off. We should. We should expound on this tremendously. Imagine calling ahead saying, I'm going to need a case of 9mm, I need a case of 76239, and oh, throw in a case of 556. Okay, your order will be ready in 10 minutes. <laughs> Come to drive through window two. <laughs> you all are too young to remember this, but we used to have drive through and the good looking young ladies that worked there were on roller skates. So are they going to have young ladies on roller skates bringing you your. Uh, they have that at Sonic still. Package? I don't know. Sonic, yeah. Sonic has people Sonic. on roller skates sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I've seen it. I've got food yeah. from somebody on roller skates. Well, that's because on Tuesdays, I wonder if they still do that. Half-price cheeseburger Half day? Half-price cheeseburgers. Okay, but the ATF guidance letter. Okay, here we go. An FFL might carry out the requested activities through drive-up or walk-up window or doorway with the customers on the licensee's property on an exterior of a brick-and-mortar structure at the address listed on the license. So he can't just set them up all over the city. Right. <laughs> it has to be on his property. <laughs> he may carry out activities, request activities from a temporary table or booth located in the parking lot or other exterior location on the licensee's property. Hmm. <coughs> okay. And whether the FFL has the authority to permit such entry, mm, that's debatable. But they can carry out these activities from their store on their property 
and do pretty much whatever you need to do at a gun store. I mean, you can drive drive up, pick up stuff, just like getting food. I wonder if they're going to have ammo a- ammo hub hey. or, or gun dash. Gun or, dash. <laughs> I like Just it. get your food delivered. Oh, and, and give me a give me a case of 9mm while you're at it. Ammo Uber. Yeah. Now, hey, as I you, will gladly deliver ammo to any Second Amendment loving person. Gladly. Of course. Gladly. <laughs> as you can imagine, the gun-grabbing community isn't taking this well. <laughs> no. Okay, here's a, here's a, uh, a twit from somebody. Um, this is too much. The Trump administration continues to outdo itself, taking every possible step to pander to the to, gun lobby during uh, the national crisis and global pandemic. Let me translate that. They're mad at him upholding the Constitution. Oh, the horror. The Brady, the Brady people, I don't know what they're, the Brady Action Group, whatever they are, yeah. condemns new guidance allowing drive through gun sales. This move will keep gun stores open at the cost of public safety. How? How? There's no proof. Again, this is another example. This is, they don't another need proof. Exa- another example. Ask them proof to back up their rhetoric, and they will look at you, call you names, and walk away. First Trump administration declared gun stores essential. Now the ATF is promoting them to operate drive through windows. <laughs> Let's be clear. Gun stores are not McDonald's. You sh- shouldn't be able to buy an Air 15 the way you do a burger and fries. They should be McDonald's and... <laughs> Let's let's reverse that. If you had to go sit in the McDonald's parking lot and and go through the paperwork that you got to do to get a whopper, to, to get a to, cheeseburger, yeah. If you had to fill out the paperwork to get a cheeseburger, like we got to do to get a gun, yeah, I think they would be screaming. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. It's, so, I think so it's, to sit I think there it's and fantastic. say, but again, again, that's when they put out the misinformation of you can go and get a gun. It's, it's easier it's than easier you can buy a book. Buy a book. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but it's funny. Now, that's another thing I wanted to get into a little bit is that um, it's funny how the coronavirus has spurred on this, I guess, this urge to buy weapons. And it's not just people who already have guns. No, These are no, people who have never owned guns people. before. A there, lot of new people. There's case after case right now of uh, people, let's say, of the liberal persuasion. I shouldn't say liberal because that's it's of the Democrat socialist persuasion. Anti-constitutional persuasion. Yes, that are out there trying to get their guns going, can I pay more and get it now? No, you can't. What do you mean? We have rules. Do you support gun control? You voted for them. Do you support gun control? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Well, this is gun control. this is gun control. (laughs) And they're going, wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? I can't get it now? No, you can't. I can pay extra. Doesn't matter. You can, you can pay extra. That's fine. Not going to make anything right, any faster. Not, yep. <laughs> I may like you a little more, but <laughs> yeah, I may want to do more business with you. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's crazy. But you got to figure what spurs this on. I mean, there's a virus going around. There's a virus. Okay. Now, do people buy guns because they think they're going to shoot viruses? I mean, I don't know where this urge comes from. Now, some people. I guess people already have guns, are stocking up on ammo, they're buying accessories, stuff they probably would have done anyway, but probably didn't do as much preparation as they should have. H. What? What? H. H? Oh, yes, preparation. Preparation. (laughs) That's another kind of preparation. (laughs) But, I mean, what is the mentality of these new gun buyers? Why do they think they need a gun because there's a viral pandemic going around? Do yeah. they think it has some sort of sanitary properties? Can they? I don't know, stuff? but they yeah. all look like Biden to me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, maybe like Biden, they forgot what the virus is. Yeah, mm. well, you know, I don't know. 
But it is interesting to see all this new love for firearms. I know. Because and these of people a have virus. no idea. Yeah, and they just thought they could order it on Amazon and have it delivered. It's like, oh, Maybe no. they think they're going to need the gun to go steal people's toilet paper. That's, you know, utterly possible. I mean. Yeah, I don't know where that came uh, from. I mean, I can get. These people will starve to death. In a room full of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're burying toilet paper, but they're br- they're going to die of thirst. Because, I mean, there's no shortage on bottled water. Yeah, I mean, I was, at, I was a, at Costco the other day. They had it for the same it. price. They always have it, two ninety nine a case. Yeah. And they had stacks of it, but they had no toilet paper. No toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, these people, I, I don't I, I don't get it. They run to the mark to the Costco every morning at 5 a.m. or whatever when they think that truck of toilet paper is coming so they can go bury more toilet paper. Uh, yeah, but Costco's not taking any of that stuff back either. <laughs> Good. No water, would no you, toilet paper, no Lysol, no Would you? Hell no, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I would store would it. Would you say? It ha- I'll buy it at half price. No, it's not like it goes bad. Buy it back at half price. If it's unopened is what David's <laughs> yeah, alluding just, to. <laughs> now, if you can imagine, I cannot wait till about six months from now when all these first-time gun buyers have decided they don't need it anymore, oh, and, and I get to strut bargain. into that pawn shop buying those oh, brand-new guns at half price. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. I can't wait. Uh, the, what is that song? Woo-hoo. There's yeah, the, a song out the there. The deals are going to be there. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. These people are going to they're gonna take it. They're going to need the money for whatever reason, or they're going to go, or somebody's going to chastise them for being a liberal with a gun or a Democrat with a gun. Yeah, and, not a lot. And they're going to they're gonna take it to the pawn shops. And we're going to have a stock That's, full of yeah. non-used or barely or used barely. weapons available. Oh, come on. Let's face it. It's going to be like a French weapon. Yeah. Never used. <laughs> Only dropped, dropped once. once. <laughs> <laughs> the big French gun sale. <laughs> I love oh French gun sales. <laughs> Oh my! But yeah, uh, they'll throw in a white flag sometimes when you yeah, buy more than one. Buy three, get a free white flag. <laughs> oh, that joke never gets old. But yeah, these guns are coming, old. people. If you're a collector or you're a, a connoisseur of a good deal, get ready because I have a feeling mm-hmm. these deals are coming. They are coming. These people are going to decide that you know what, this is past now. I don't need protection don't anymore. Need mm-hmm. I'll wait till the next time to buy another to one buy another at one. a highly inflated price and and whine about. Having to wait for it. Having to wait for it. Instead of just keeping the one I already have. No, that's fine. I I, I recommend that they get rid of them. Yes, and I recommend those of you who are interested in getting a deal, just give it a few months because it's coming. You know, Locked and Loaded would be happy, I'm sure, to sponsor a gun buyback program. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Bring them. Well, bring them on. Bring them on. We'll have to set up in a parking lot of an FFL dealer. Of an FFL dealer. We'll set it up in front of the building. Just give it to us as you drive by. (laughs) Drive by, drop off. Don't shoot us. Just give us the gun. It it just so happens that we know a pawn shop guy. We can set up out there with America's Web Radio tent, uh, locked and loaded with Roger B, live on location. Drop your gun off a gun buyback program, and, and you can drive and, by. And we've got Victor can, that can be out there with one of those cardboard signs. I'll be waving around, <laughs> and flipping it around, and pointing well, over there. The big uh, <laughs> flailing arm and flailing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just like the tail of those you things. Know, <laughs> you know, your brother started that before they even had those things. Did he? Scott used to do it. He called it the the Goonie. <laughs> the Goonie. Oh yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh, and somebody saw him and went, I can make an inflatable animal. I can make animal. an inflatable animal or something out of that. I can make an inflatable person that does that. Yeah. Woohoo! 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, these guns are coming, people. They're 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 because I mean, why on earth would somebody buy a gun because of a virus? I don't get mm-hmm. it. What's what's the, what are they thinking? Because I don't know. I mean, because it's an invisible enemy, enemy and you can yeah. shoot it. Hey, are they going to shoot him with invisible bullets? You can't shoot yeah. viruses. But you, you know what? You just go... <laughs> pew, pew. You know why? Because they're honestly concerned that there may be civil well, unrest. You know, like I said earlier, Roger, in my show, I'm welcome. I welcome the Democrats to their new founding and appreciation of the Tenth Amendment. I welcome them to their new founding and appreciation of the Second, Second Amendment. Amendment. Absolutely. And if you want to get into this and you think this is something you might enjoy, by hey. all means, the gun yeah. community is very welcoming. As if, long as you don't do anything stupid. And if you want to keep that Second Amendment, join the NRA. Yeah. And first things first, know the four rules of gun safety. Which I'm probably going to Sell it to me. me. <laughs> 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 you don't know what you're doing, sell it to me. <laughs> no, go ahead, Roger. What are the four rules? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I should know these. Uh, uh, treat every gun as if it were loaded. Yep. Um, never point a weapon never. at anything you don't intend to shoot, destroy, or kill. Or kill. Keep your finger off, off the, trigger the trigger until, until you are up and on oh, target and yeah. ready to fire. And then uh, and there's a fourth one. That's or that may be the fourth one. Uh, and I may have missed. Go the one get instruction. Well, yeah, well, that's, training is that's always not one of the rules. That's not yeah, training is a necessity if you don't know. Well, I don't remember. Train all the Somebody's time calling anyway. in now to tell us. No, I. Yeah, <laughs> you should train. You should train all the time anyway. Yeah, even if you're experienced, it's a skill that's perishable. It will go away if you don't use it. Mm-hmm. And besides, it's fun. <laughs> exactly, it it's a very fun. <laughs> despite you know, what liberals say, it is yeah, fun. Despite of what they tell you, the Second Amendment is just as fun as the first. That's right. Although the fun, and yeah, the first that, one. The first one does not apply, however, from what I understand. I don't know this firsthand, but from what I understand, the first amendment does not apply if you are married. <laughs> I could well, be wrong. I don't know. I, I, you know, if you look really close at the fine print, there might be a little clause, <laughs> an exemption a for that? section A <laughs> to no, the first amendment. No freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> No freedom of speech. Give no, that up. Right. You, you have you to know say to say what to say and when to say it. Nowadays, the and only thing you have to say again. Na- oh, are you, you okay, to, honey? I'm fine. <laughs> and yeah, that's no, never no. the case. The word is how high and how far and, and how when. Far, yeah. <laughs> you said jump. How high? <laughs> Oh man, I, yeah, that's about the truth. But uh, I know it's uh, that's, that's just what I've heard. I, yeah, these days, you don't even have to say "I do." Just be in a relationship for a while, and suddenly still, that First you know, Amendment is. There are certain rules that, that apply differently. The Constitution does not apply <laughs> to a personal relationships all the time, especially the First uh, Amendment. Mm. <laughs> the Second Amendment, well, it should as long as you're both interested in. You know. In all the relationships, well, most of them that I've had, I usually went into the relationship stating that um, the Second Amendment will not be infringed by this relationship. You know, I never included the First Amendment. I should have. Yeah, the well. Second Amendment won't be. And then I made up the Second Amendment Part B, which is these motorcycles will not be infringed oh, That's upon. right. All right. We have to take a quick break because we missed one. But we'll Oops. be right back after a few words. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. 
Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Hello, everybody. We're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And right before we left the break, we're having a quick discussion, which got carried away a little bit. But we're talking about why people would think they need a gun during a viral pandemic. What is it that makes, first, especially first-time gun buyers, people have never thought about owning a weapon before, why would they suddenly think, oh, my goodness, I might need a gun? I mean, what, what would drive this? What would cause this to happen? It's not like viruses are afraid of guns. You can't shoot viral particles. You can't shoot near them to scare them away. It's obviously something that a lot of people feel all the time, but some of these new people are seeing for the first time that as things get a little bit out of control, they're realizing they are their family's first responder. And how can they respond to a threat against their family or against themselves if they don't have a way to defend themselves? You know, throwing tofu and salad at somebody is no kind of defense. That is not going to work. Or even toilet paper. Throwing rolls of toilet paper will not help you. I know. As shocking as that may seem, it will not help. Which is why. It was funny. The first thing that went off the shelves were toilet paper and ammo. And you're wondering, who's buying? Are people buying both? Are certain groups of people buying one and not the other? But in any case. That may have been in your neighborhood. Mine was Adolf. Adolf? Coors. Oh, Coors. Okay. Buying beer. Yes. Yes. Liquor store sales up 55% in one week after quarantine. Yes, I mean, I've heard of people making their third trip to the liquor store to buy a three-week supply in the first week. <laughs> well, that's essential. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Liquor stores are essential, but schools are not. Figure mm. That's weird. Reckon why we're going down the tube. Yeah, well, no, no education. But the gun sales have gone, I mean, they're selling five times the amount of guns and ammo they were just a, a month or so ago. And the thing is, now a lot of people who are, I guess, uh, uh, they're already gun owners have decided, oh, my gosh, what if something happens? I can't get what I want, or I really wanted that particular gun in case something happens, and they've gone out and bought something new. But for the first-time buyers, it's it's amazing because they just don't know what it's what's involved. And I wonder what their mindset is. Are they thinking they're going to all of a sudden learn how to use a gun and shoot people who try and steal their toilet paper? Who knows? Not sure what's going on there. But it was interesting to see that guns were one thing that just instantly became something that everybody wanted and decided they needed. Even if they never needed one before, now with a pandemic going on, they decided they need one. 
because I assume that they're they're thinking that social structure may break down, that there may be gangs of roving toilet paper thieves going throughout neighborhoods in the United States, you know, trying to jack people for their toilet paper or their hand sanitizer. I don't know. <laughs> but this was enough to scare people into jumping in, basically, jumping in, buying their first gun. And like I say, most gun owners will welcome you. Now, we might poke a little fun of you, especially if you have been previously vocal against the ownership of guns and now decided to jump in with us. <clears throat> no doubt we're going to have to give you a little ribbing, but stick it out. It's not that bad. You know, it's kind of like an initiation. But certainly get some of your friends who are gun owners to help you with this. They will. They're very, most gun owners are friendly. They're going to help people. They share information. They share skills. They'll share tips and tricks. And also teach you the rules of gun safety. Don't shoot yourself. Rule number one, don't shoot me. Rule number two, don't shoot yourself. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's interesting that this happened. I just, it's, it's an odd thing. This is the first time I think we've ever seen this many non-gun owners jump in and decide to get, get in the, jump in the pool with everybody and decide they wanted to become a gun owner. And I wonder how many of these people will follow through and actually learn how to use their weapon, hold on to it, even if it just sits in a nightstand drawer for the next two or three years or whenever the next pandemic comes up. Who knows? But it's something to consider that even people who were anti-gun just a month ago now all of a sudden are clamoring to get one. They'll wait until their First Amendment wife finds it and... What is this? What do you have this? I will not allow guns in my house. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there might be a few of those. I mean, I, I don't. I would think any modern and, uh, I guess, mature relationship would involve a discussion prior to bringing a gun into a house where one was previously not welcomed. Because <laughs> when that happens, uh, let's just say the stuff's going to hit the fan, especially if they didn't believe in it. But I wonder how many people had their spouses and they decided you know together as a as a as a group of parents or a family head of households they decided you know what this may be the time to invest in a gun of course i think the time to invest in a gun is anytime you get the right amount of money speaking of getting money for guns the stimulus checks are rolling out we're getting stimulus checks what better time to buy a gun than when you have an extra $1,200 sitting around? And if you have some kids, you get an extra 500 bucks for those. That's good for ammo. Now, I'm sure everybody's got that one gun that they've been thinking about. And if they're still working by chance and they don't necessarily need the $1,200 for anything essential, like ammo, then they can buy a new gun. And for $1,200, you can go quite a ways toward getting something. Or maybe you were saving up for something and this is, this is just enough to put you over the top. Okay, now I got enough to buy the gun I want. So hopefully this will spur on gun sales even more by having that extra money, by having government give you free money for a while. <clears throat> this will spur everybody on to buying more guns and more ammo. This will make it even easier to get more first-time buyers involved. Well, we'll see. I'm just curious to see what the pawn shops look like in about six months, though. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of... No longer needed unloved weapons being traded, sold, gotten rid of at good prices. So if you're patient, I think you're going to get what we want. We're going to get people 
to come around and decide, you know what, I don't need a gun anymore. The viral pandemic is over. But they're not thinking maybe the next one that comes up, there will be some civil unrest. Actually, in the United States, we've had a surprising, surprisingly minimal amount of crime taking place. Because, I mean, the criminals who are going around to burglarize houses, they're not going anywhere because everybody's home now. Burglaries have probably dropped off. I have not verified this, but I certainly would like to find out if burglaries have dropped off. I'll have to look that up. I'm sure there may be numbers for March, and I bet the numbers for April are going to be even more dismal. Because, I mean, everybody is out of work now, even people who uh, perform burglaries. But, you know, there if you live in a state where you have issues, California, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, let's just say California is one of the worst when it comes to handguns because they have their micro-stamping law, which means each pistol must engrave, stamp, or somehow put a number on every empty shell casing in two places before it's ejected from the weapon. After fired, but before ejected, must have two stamps on it somehow, and it must be on a part of the weapon that cannot be easily changed out. So it can't be on the chamber. It's got to be on the breech face of the weapon or somewhere where it's where part of the gun. Now, people don't realize, I guess, a lot of times, breech faces can be changed out, AR-15s, Glock pistols, any semi-automatic pistols. You swap a slide, you stock, you swap a BCG, you're getting rid of that stamp. So there's a California lawmaker that has decided he wants to modify the state's micro-stamping law. And he's actually coming up with a way that's... It, it's still not feasible, but he's saying instead of two places the bullet has to be, or imprinted on the shell only one place has to be marked so the impossible technology only has to be used on one part of the bullet or the casing instead of two parts great now granted most of you are thinking this is ridiculous because it doesn't make any difference it still can't be done the technology is just not there and if it is it would be prohibitively expensive Imagine adding $1,500 to $2,000 any any gun you buy in order to have it California legal which, you know, most manufacturers are not even willing to invest the time into being able to meet the requirements for California gun sales. Especially, you know, this is with the pistols now. Rifles and shotguns are exempt from this. This is strictly handguns, which actually, for California's sake, that is the number one choice of, of weapon for homicide is pistols. But he's going to say maybe we could entice some manufacturers to comply with the micro-stamping law if we knock it down from one to two. I mean, from two to one. Knock it down to where you only have a stamp in one place. Now, will this actually happen? I don't know that California will let this go through, unless they still think they're going to be pretty safe. And so far, no manufacturer stepped up and said, well, if you can only make us have one stamp on it, we'd be willing to do that. So I doubt it's going to make any kind of difference. You know, it's not going to be something that people are really going to be able to to notice. But he's going in the right direction. So that's what I'm beginning to see. I mean, maybe he thinks if he can knock it down to one, then maybe he can eliminate it completely if they're willing to go there. Because right now, the California gun law is so restrictive and so illegal because it allows law enforcement, state officials to buy whatever gun they want, but the common people, the regular citizens, cannot have any gun they want. They can only have a very limited number. In fact, there are manufacturers who are maintaining models just to keep them from being thrown onto the the micro-stamp list. 
basically the roster because guns that are already were already out there and uh, and approved prior to this law going through are still legal to be sold new. It's like Glock is still making the third generation Glock. I think specifically for California, you can buy them elsewhere, but the third generations are still being made brand new because the fourth generation came out after the micro stamping law was put into place. So no fourth generations are legal in California without some. There's something where a law enforcement official can buy it and then turn around and resell it. He can do one or two of those a year, something like that. So there's a small trickle of newer guns coming onto the market. They still can't be anything crazy, but, you know, you can buy, you know, you can even get a VP9, the newest iteration of, uh, of HK's striker-fired pistol. Not available in California in any form. Because that's just, it's, it's nuts. But, you know, they're, they're trying to push gun control through here with an amazing, uh, an amazingly odd rule that is basically impossible to comply with. No company is willing to do this, and I don't even know if it would be possible for them to mass manufacture something that would stamp a shell casing with some sort of number to be able to identify it. And what would keep people from grabbing up loads of brass at a, at a, at a firing range and throwing them down at a crime scene wherever they wanted to? Nothing. I mean, it would just it would just give criminals more ways to hide what they're doing. But anyway, then we're gonna maybe if they get it knocked down to one stamp on the brass, maybe eventually they'll repeal that law. But I'm hoping that all these people who are buying these guns for the first time and have voted for gun control their whole lives are realizing this is what gun owners have to put up with every single time they buy a weapon. And they know it. They know they have to fill out the forms. They know they have to show two forms of proper ID. And it's it's just it's it's almost hilarious to watch these liberals trying to buy guns. I've seen a few videos of this and they're just they're so flustered they don't know what to do. They don't understand why they need all this. It's like cuz you voted for it. You wanted gun control. Well, this is gun control. Well, I heard on the internet I could just buy one and have it shipped to my house. Uh no. That's incorrect. Not everything on the internet is true. I found this out just a few days ago. I was shocked. Someone, uh, you know, I've heard, you know, the... Maybe you just go to Amazon and buy? Yeah, just go to Amazon, put it in the cart, have it shipped second day. Amazon with my Prime, boom, I get my Mandalorian pistol shipped to my house. No, it doesn't work that way. It it hasn't since 1968. So I doubt very many people are old enough to remember ordering guns through the mail. Yes, there are some of us. Some of us, Legend Dave remembers remembers being able to order guns through the mail, which is which is entirely possible. And how did you like to play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> Actually, it was Kennedy who was the one who spurred on the last bit of gun control there. Oh, I remember it's, that one well. I yeah. covered the story. Yep. KLBK thirteen forty on your radio dial. Ah, but. Um, <clears throat> But if you have, if you've done this before, you know. I mean, you can buy a gun on the internet. Yes, you can. You have it shipped to your federally firearm, federal firearms licensed dealer, and then you pick it up from them. They cannot ship it to you, but you can make the purchase online. You can make the payment. You can secure the purchase. They'll ship it to your dealer. Then you have to go to the dealer, fill out the paperwork, show your ID, and sometimes pick up the weapon. Some states you have to wait. And people don't understand why they have to wait 10 days to get a gun. But I want it now. Well, Veruca Salt, you can't have it now. You have to wait. Just like 
just like what you voted for. Go ahead and get a suppressor put on it while you're at it. Yeah, might as well. I mean, (laughs) I know it takes another six to nine months. Yeah, of course, there was that law we talked about last week where hopefully if they get it passed, all suppressor applications will have to be complete within 90 days. 90 days is still a long time. That's still three months, but it's not nine months to a year. Which is what the rates are going like now. Don't they have the thing, too, that you have to leave it at now? You have to leave it at your gun store or range for X number of days after you get if it If you or purchase it prior, yeah. Well, you kind of have to purchase it first and then get the paperwork. Or when you purchase it, you can start the paperwork, but you cannot take it home until you get that tax stamp. There's actually a stamp. It is a stamp that they send you on a piece of paper, and that's what you have to have to have a suppressor or a short-barreled rifle or something of that sort. Is that the stamp that makes the post office employees <laughs> run faster and get your mail accurately and all of that? I don't think there is such a stamp. Oh. Nothing would do that. <laughs> you know, But take care of your postal people because they are still working hard today. Even though there's virus everywhere, they're still working hard. Have they learned how to read yet? Oh, absolutely. I think. I don't know. I, I got a great postman. I can't complain. He's a smart guy. He helps me out all the time. He delivers my stuff promptly. Trade you. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks, I have to say. But now you're going to realize all these people during the midst of the coronavirus scare, they're trying to push through other things. This came out uh, March 12th last year. The Pennsylvania State Democrats introduced House Bill 0768, known known as the Firearms Registration Act. And it is coming back now because they've got time to push it. They've got time to push it through. People aren't paying attention. They're worried about other things. This bill would require gun owners in Pennsylvania to register their firearms with the Pennsylvania State Police. And we all know the first step of confiscation is registration. Once you register them, you know where they are, you know what kind they are, you know the serial numbers. The next step is, oh, we're just going to take these from you. Because now we're going to pass a red flag law saying, well, if you have a gun, you must be paranoid, so we're taking your gun away. Yeah, those are coming, folks. Don't believe it's not. The red flag laws are going to get way out of hand, way fast, and they're going to find ways around them to just take these guns away. What gun? Exactly. The ones I lost in my boating accident last year. Those, but they're coming. The only thing they need registration for is as a preemptive step towards confiscation. So it's 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 crazy. Along with the application, the gun owner has to must swear under oath. The gun owner would have to submit fingerprints, two photographs that are no more than thirty days old, and go through a background check for each firearm they own. <laughs> the background check is the same one they must go through to purchase a gun. So not only do they have to register, or they have to go through the background check to purchase the gun, but then they have to undergo a background check to register the gun. If this sounds like ridiculous, out-of-control government, it probably is. In addition to this requirement, they must also provide the Pennsylvania State Police with their home, work address, telephone number, social security number, date of birth, age, sex, citizenship. This requirement is more information that a person needs to vote. So they don't care if you're voting illegal, but they care if you have a gun that you've legally purchased and provided checks for previously, 
they still want to have now if the state police reject a person's application they'll have 10 days to appeal the decision and the owner must turn in the firearms to the state within three days of receiving notification if a person does not appeal the decision within 10 days their rights are forfeited so you lose your ability to own a gun in the state of pennsylvania if you don't file your appeal within 10 days now I don't know how, what information they're going to use to register these weapons. If they're going to, you know, because there's always cases with purchased weapons where people have been a, mista- a case of mistaken identity, where somebody comes up with the same name and ends up getting into a problem. And if this is it, and he misses that 10-day window, he loses his right through no fault of his own to ever own a weapon in Pennsylvania again. Now, gun owner can also n- cannot transfer any unregistered weapons. Anybody caught with an unregistered weapon is guilty of a crime, even if they're unaware of the firearm's registration status. Also, just holding an unregistered firearm at the range is a crime. The gun owner must keep all firearms unloaded and disassembled or bound by trigger lock. If a firearms owner doesn't secure their firearms in that way, they'd be guilty of a crime. The rule even applies to homes without kids. So even if you live by yourself, your guns must be locked or taken apart to be stored. Which kind of eliminates the whole purpose of having a gun to be ready to defend yourself. Because I have a feeling the criminals are not going to obey this law. Wait, 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 i got to put my gun together before I shoot you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I have to take my trigger lock off and to get it out of my safe or put it together. Yeah, this is ridiculous. And if they change jobs... With a different phone number or address, they have to change. They have 48 hours to update the application. 48 hours. You have two days within starting a new job to update this information, or you can be prosecuted for violating the law. This is, if this, this is, I think this is going through. I'm not sure if it's, I don't think it's gone through this yet. This is it's Pennsylvania? Introduced. Yeah. It's not gone through yet from what I can Does see. Does Georgia have a reciprocal agreement with them? I do not know. I'd have to And if you up. did, where would you be? Uh, I don't think Pennsylvania is that friendly with other states having permits. I know New York, California, New Jersey, they have no reciprocity with anybody. But I don't know about, and I think Connecticut is similar too. I'm not sure. But, uh, All but there's them also, Yankees. We, I know. Had we won the big one, it'd be different. Well, they were the ones who originally fought for freedom back in the 1700s and 1800s. They fought for this. And now they're just forgetting their heritage. They're forgetting where they came from. Okay, now there's also a certificate which will cost $10 per firearm and will expire after one year. So the gun owner will have to start the process over again to renew their certification. This is gun control through the back door. I mean, this is going to become a full-time job if you're any kind of collector or have more than a half a dozen weapons. You're going to have to do this every single year. The process must be done 60 days before their certificate expires. So it's going to get ridiculous. People with large collections, they need to move because it'll be a full-time job just trying to register these guns in the state of Pennsylvania. Now, of course, it makes no mention of how they're going to enforce the law. Other states that have tried this have seen limited success. New Jersey had zero magazines turned in since their magazine ban went into effect. A lot of boating accidents in New Jersey. 
New York saw nearly a million firearm owners defy the state law to register their assault weapons. Over a million people just non-compliant said, nope, not happening, no way, no how. And that's what it's going to take. I mean, that's the easiest way to be defiant and to uh, to set precedent against this, is to be non-compliant. I mean, granted, they say, oh, they can't arrest us all. You know, hopefully they won't even try. Because if they do, the court case that's coming out of there is going to end up suing most of these cities and counties for more than they can afford to pay. Now, the same thing played out in Connecticut. Oh, 50,000 out of 350,000 registered their assault rifles. Well, they're semi-automatic rifles. I hate, I should not use the word assault rifle. So expanding a registry to all firearms would be impossible to enforce without conducting door-to-door searches. Now, I wonder if they're going to start doing that. You know, and then with this mixed with red flag laws, is going to make things impossible to own weapons in some states, which I think is exactly what they want. They want to limit. They want nobody to have a gun except the, the police and military. And the bad guys. Oh, and the bad guys, of course, yes, because they don't follow laws, thus the criminal name we give them. Hmm. That sort of sounds like you're a bigot, and you're again the, the lawbreakers. Yes, I'm not fond of lawbreakers. No, not all of them. I mean, you know, the guys who don't comply with gun registration laws, I'm all for them. (laughs) (laughs) I support them wholeheartedly, you know, and I would not register any weapons that I had if I still had any. That would be something I'd have to look into, you know, because I don't think I have anything left. Horrible boating accident. (laughs) Okay, now, every town, what is this, every town for gun violence, the Michael Bloomberg, every town for gun safety, yeah. They're blasting the Trump administration's guidelines on critical sectors of the economy. They're saying the surge in gun sales is all because of NRA fear-mongering, that the NRA is telling people they need a gun because of the coronavirus, which probably couldn't be further from the truth. The NRA rarely pushes gun sales. And after you put the gun in your mouth and pull the trigger, you're cured of the virus. That's right, absolutely. That would cure you of... um, of being a liberal gun grabber as well. True. If you could just do that for us, that would be great. That would be a challenge. The gun in the mouth challenge for all liberal. If you don't believe in guns, take the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you just said that. I, I mean, oh, I yeah, that would go. be encouraging people to do something wrong. There goes my license. No. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of well, if you're going to eat uh, Tide Pods and you're going to uh, snort condoms, I mean, this isn't too much different. We're not saying to load it. We're just saying to try it out to see how it feels. See if you like the sound of the click. I should probably shut up now before I get us in more <laughs> trouble. But anyway, it's funny because they're blaming Trump for the fact that the Department of Homeland Security labeled gun stores as essential businesses. And you know, and he may have had something to do with it. I don't know if they if the Department of Homeland Security comes to him and says, What do you want us to do? Or do they make up rules based on the Constitution and the laws that are already there? Imagine that. Ask the agent in charge. In charge. See if he would know. Yes. Tomorrow. You can ask him if the Department of Homeland Security answers directly to the presidents or not. But there, but this mom's no. What is this? Every town gun safety. Every town for gun safety. Yeah, every town for gun confiscation and registration. That's what they are. They're saying that the NRA 
is asserting pressure on people to buy more guns, and they're telling people because of this virus there's going to be civil unrest, there's going to be problems, there's going to be illegal activities going on, you're going to have to defend your family, which is not true. The NRA has said no such thing. They've never even uttered the words. They've never even suggested that people don't own guns by them. They're just saying stand up for your rights because if you don't stand up for them, they will be gone. It will take moments to disappear what took hundreds of years to enforce and to get. Or put you a sign in your yard protected by some security thing. And uh, the bad guys are scared of those signs as well. It helps. They don't want to mess with a house that has an alarm system. That helps. Or just put a sign in your yard that said, this house has no guns here. Yeah. (laughs) Don't come steal. No, No theft of guns will be here because there are no guns here. Or... And I, they don't advertise with us. Love for them too, but they don't. Is uh, the Ring camera, the oh yeah, the video doorbells. Yes, and uh, bad guys don't like them either because you get a nice picture of them. Yep, exactly. I've and it stays in the cloud. They can rip your bell off. They can do whatever already, they yeah, want. It's to. already there. But it's all too late now, brother. I got deer on mine a couple days ago. Oh yeah. I've yeah, I was. In fact, I called a neighbor and asked him, "What do you think the rest of our neighbors would think about uh, a deer hanging from my tree, bleeding out?" <laughs> and he was pretty positive that my neighbors wouldn't go along with that very well. I don't know. My neighbors probably wouldn't mind. I know uh, at least one of the guys on one side of me is a pretty avid hunter. So well, he, he you know, might be all for that if we put something together. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, somebody get hungry enough and. Venison ain't bad. No, in fact, if you have a crossbow, nice, quiet, silent, limited range. And again, oh, that's the other gun rule: always be sure of your backstop and what's beyond it. Now I got all four of them. Good for you. <laughs> yes. Whoops. Guess what? I don't know what. It's time. Oh, is to it okay? Put the plug in the jug and get the hell out of here. Okay, so it's you people who have these new guns. Learn how to use them. If not, sell them to a pawn shop or sell them to me directly. You can send me an email at, Amer- at roger at americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.